Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, buddy, we are back with another edition of the Big Ten Show, brought to you by Bookmaker. Our good friends at Bookmaker can keep you in the game. Bookmaker.eu. Find them today so that you can get in on first half, second half, quarters, and all the parlays and teasers you can handle. By signing up today and tweeting at bookmaker underscore EU, they'll put a $100 free play in your account right off the bat. Wonderful bonuses, quick payouts, and more. Check them out today at bookmaker.eu. All the lines for all the games and every sport. Again, bookmaker.eu. This is the Big Ten Show presented to you by Jacobson Seed Company. He's the almost famous Adam Carricker. I'm the much less famous Jeff Turn. Welcome in. To another week in review as we have completed three weeks of action and things are sort of starting to settle in as far as what we think of certain teams and we will unveil my latest edition of the power rankings coming up before the end of today's show. We'll have Professor Carricker grade out what my power rankings look like this week. Man, don't even do that. Don't have a preconceived notion. F minus. My bad. these things right here, baby. Is there a difference Goal. between F and F minus? Is there really a difference? Yes. Okay. Yes, there is. You're the, the, longer, you're the experienced you, one? Okay. You had to spend longer time in detention when you had an F minus versus the regular Ooh. F, okay? All right. That makes sense. Did you ever get sense. an F in a class? I never did. I was scared to death. Love my dad. And he did great things for me. I walked around scared to death to get anything less than a B. I want true story, and I've told this before elsewhere. I once got a C in handwriting in fifth grade. And Mrs. DeSalle, my teacher, pulled me aside. She goes, Adam, like, my dad's a good guy, but he's just very strict. She goes, I'm a little concerned for you. I'm going to chat with your dad, and I'll let you know how it goes. It, it was all fine, but he was pretty pissed at me, and rightfully so. Hey, I do want to compliment you on your brand new, fancy, smancy, spanking internet. I'm going to start <laughs> calling you No Glitch Jeff. I'm so proud of you, man. Is it working good so far? Like, you're you sending me clear. Yeah, No Glitch Jeff is my, oh, uh-oh. Oh, you glitched a little bit there, but that's okay. We'll proceed. You're back already. It wasn't glitching. I was going so fast like Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, That's what you. it was. Okay. All right. Well, dude, I'm I'm pumped for the new internet. And by the way, your teacher failed in third grade because she didn't turn around your handwriting. I've seen your handwriting. It's terrible to date. Fifth grade. Thanks for listening. Sorry, I wasn't paying yeah, that's attention. That's not that bad. That's at least that B is minus work right there. Hey, that's what, an F minus. What's the V neck for, Jeff? Come on now. We've talked the about the V neck a dozen times. The V neck. What's it for? Oh, God, oh the V-neck, God. the V-neck, the polo neck. Uh, Adam shaved his chest. He wants you to see what it looks like. That's what the V-neck means. I could have dressed up, but I chose not to. Someday you're going to get the answer to that question right. Let's talk some Big Ten football. Uh, man, let's do this. We're going to get to my power <laughs> rankings. Um, I have a surprise story for for you at the end of the day, and I think it's going to get your blood boiling a little bit. Oh, boy. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. But let's start, man. Uh, first of all, where's it at? Where's it at? No, this is not becoming a thing. This is not becoming a thing. This is the Big Ten show. Did you see what we did to Bethune Cookman? Did you see what we did to Bethune Cookman? They got waxed by the Canes, baby. Bethune had no chance against the U. I don't know. You missed it Friday night. That's why you missed it Friday night. Everybody missed it. They might not Bethune Cookman. They got all they can handle, buddy. All right, so let's start with your Huskers. Uh, Northern Illinois was no match for the mighty men of corn. Uh, What did you see from the Huskers in their first win of the season, Adam? All right, so Nebraska wins 35-11. 
Jeff Sims out with an ankle ankle injury. Heinrich Carberg gets his first start ever, the sophomore. A couple of touchdown passes, a touchdown rush. Okay, 21 carries, 98 yards. He's a fearless runner. This dude looks for contact and looks to lower his shoulder. Okay, uh, led the Huskers with 98 yards rushing. There's going to be some debate this week, and, and I'm just going to call it what it is. It's a quarterback controversy. Jeff Sims, the starter, did not play well. Heinrich came in, did not set the world on fire, but you know what he didn't do? He didn't turn the ball over. Nebraska scored more points than they have the first two games combined. I know it was Northern Illinois, but they also scored more points than Northern Illinois' first two opponents combined. I'd have to double-check that, but it makes sense to me. My point is, when you don't turn the ball over, you have a much better chance to win the game. So there's a quarterback controversy this week in Lincoln. I know Matt Rule is going to downplay it, as he should, but there is. It certainly was a breath of fresh air to see Nebraska in the win column. That controversy that you talk about is 100% real. And as you start to look at what this schedule is going to look like the next few few weeks, you got to, I think, figure that out sooner rather than later. You know, the old adage was if you have multiple quarterbacks, you don't have one. That sort of has changed in college football, but it still holds true, I think, in some situations. So I just thought I thought it was a breath of fresh air, man. I know we're not going to sit here and, and, and break down the X's and O's for four straight quarters of a win against Northern Illinois. But for Nebraska fans and for the Matt Rule era, that that's what you needed to do, and you got it done on Saturday. You saw you, you saw what fans want to see. You saw great defense. You saw, for the most part, we had one ugly fumble inside of our 10 or 15-yard line. But discipline on offense, not always pretty in the first half, but the second half, it was two tights, it was extra old linemen, it was smash-mouth football. And that's what people really want to see here in Lincoln, Nebraska. I think Rule realistically has one week. He's going to downplay it, but he's realistically got one week to figure this out because then comes Michigan the following Saturday. My nickname at one point was named Two Tights. When I'd wear my Speedo on the beach, just two tight buns walking down that sand, baby. That's what they'd call me, Adam. I thought it was flat on the back because you got pancaked all the time. Is that not true? That just <laughs> no, that you okay. heard wrong. I oh, was clarifying okay. that for you. All right, <laughs> okay, let's, get to the three, let's get to the three teams that we assumed would be leading the Big Ten East, Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. A 30-13 to win for Penn State over Illinois, and their defense was great. Five takeaways for the Nittany Lions. The explosion that Buckeye fans were waiting for came against Western Kentucky, handing Western Kentucky their first loss this season, getting the Buckeyes to 3-0, 63-10. McCord, big second quarter. They put up 35 in the second quarter, 63-10, to 10, the win there for the number six Buckeyes. And then Michigan, Blake Corum had two touchdowns. Uh, Michigan pulled away late in that game, 17 uh, unanswered points in the second half. They win 31-6. to six. Adam, which one of those three games you want to hit on? Which one did you, which one did you have the most uh, thoughts on? I, I did all 13 games yesterday. Somebody had a buy or I missed a game somewhere. You, you look at Penn State, this is really the first time Drew Aller hasn't looked really, really good. He'd been completing 78% of his passes this year. He was under 50% yesterday completion-wise, but the Nittany Lions forced five turnovers, uh, a plethora of interceptions. They're athletic and they're explosive. They just look different. They're athletic and explosive. They just look different. When you look at uh, good old Michigan, Blake Corm touched the ball, first, first handoff of the game, takes it for a 54-yard touchdown run. 100 yards, 101 yards rushing. Good to see him getting back to form after the injury last year. A couple of touchdowns as well. J.J. McCarthy struggled. 8 of 13 passing, 143 yards, two TDs, but a career high, three INTs. When you look at Ohio State, to me, they're the most intriguing team 
at the moment just because of the quarterback thing. You know, they they named Kyle McCord the starter. He had 318 pass yards, three TDs. Okay, are there quarterback issues solved? I don't know if you can answer that after a game against Western Michigan. Okay, first play from scrimmage. A lot of first play scores. These scripts coming right out the gate from offensive coordinators are obviously very effective. But it was a 75-yard TD pass to Marvin Harrison Jr. My thing is they've got a deficiency at quarterback. Potentially, Alabama absolutely has one, no doubt about it. Which team's going to figure it out first? And I know Alabama's in that other conference, but they just kind of remind me of each other right now. You know, and I, I think the thing about Michigan, McCarthy has to play so much better for them to beat the elite teams in this country. It's kind of surprised me that they haven't, you know, gone out and lit the world on fire offensively. With Blake Corum back, I thought that the mix of that and McCarthy would be huge. They haven't cracked the 100-point mark through three games as far as total points, but that defense has been elite. They have given up the least amount of points throughout the entire Big Ten, uh, giving up only 16 points through three games. So that number's big, uh, really building on that defense. I the, the All their stuff, I think, is real. Like That game is going to be one that he looks at the film but doesn't want to look back at that film probably as the season goes on because it's going to be probably one of his worst games. And then Ohio State had the explosion we were waiting for, for them to, to get up against somebody that was inferior to them and just absolutely mollywop them. Uh, Ohio State did that, putting up the number of points that they did. Um, I want to move on to a couple other ones. And, and this is the one – Rutgers, dude. Like, is Rutgers for real? Because Rutgers is playing some good football to start the season. I never thought through three games I'd be saying that. Is Rutgers for real? Dude, there's two teams that are intriguing to me. And, you know, once they have to play Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, sure. maybe we'll look at them completely different. But right now, Rutgers and Maryland, we'll get to in a minute. I mean, Rutgers beats a good Vautech team, 35-16. to 16. They're off to 3-0. and Third straight year they've started off 3-0, and so remember that. Okay, and they've actually have a 22-point uh, margin of victory through their first three games, so they're not even realistically all that close when you look at Northwestern Temple and Vautech, their first three opponents. And actually, this is a team along with Maryland – I'm ready to dissect your power ranking. I'm curious to see where they land. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. It's the, it's the first time since 1959, 60, and 61 that they've started off 3-0 and for three straight seasons. And I remember, and I'll call, I'll call ourselves out, and then we can call ourselves out again later if necessary. When we did our preseason power rankings in the Big Ten, they were like 12th, and we both said they don't even have a Power 5 roster. So we'll see how that plays out. Speak for yourself. I said Rutgers was going to start 3-0 and and look great. No, you didn't. No, I lies. No, no, lies. Total lies. Absolutely so untrue. <laughs> I lies. never said anything. I never said anything of the sort. I've been right about Northwestern. They don't have a power five roster. Oh, yeah, that was a tough call. Way to go. Way to go, I'm no goods, Jack. I, yeah, on, that's man. right. Um, so Northwestern. The Big Ten Show presented <laughs> to you by Jacobson Seed Company, jacobsonseed.com, your healthy hybrid advantage. Farmers, if you're watching this right now, hit our friends up at Jacobson Seed. I promise you they will make your life easier and more profitable. Check out jacobsonseed.com for all the beans, all the corns, and much more. Your healthy hybrid advantage again, jacobsonseed.com. Uh, the Maryland part of this, and, and Rutgers, this may be the highest that they're on my power rankings, but for college football, I'm going to go week to week. The NFL stuff, I do it a little different on power rankings, but in, in college football, week to week, you know, I'm going to probably overreact. Uh, Maryland, if you look at Maryland right now, they are the, the, the third highest scoring team from the Big Ten, 131 for Penn State, 121 for the Ohio State. But 118 points for Maryland, and they haven't given up like 60, 70 points either. Their defense has been somewhat stout to, to start the season. Now, again, like you mentioned, the quality of opponents starts to ramp up very rapidly for Maryland as we move on. But, uh, you know, 
Their head coach is one that I have certainly criticized in the past because his record up until the last couple of years had been abysmal, and I was shocked that he continued to keep a job or even got another one uh, there at Maryland. But that situation has turned around the last two years offensively. It doesn't hurt to have a, a tongue of Viola as your quarterback, um, and I think that is big to why they are successful. But they are scoring the football, man, and, and, and that's going to keep you in a lot of games if that defense can get some stops. I love what Maryland has done so far this season. And you think about the record so far, undefeated, um, you know, winning against Virginia, a power five foe, uh, 42 to 14. I, I like what I've seen from Maryland to start the year. Molly Wapped, Virginia. By the way, one of the best adjectives I've heard in a while, and I heard it like five times last week after you said it last Sunday for the first time. And think about this. We're sitting here, Ohio State, Ohio State, the quarterback controversy, all these issues, yet they're number two in the Big Ten in scoring. Not the best competition yet, but how ridiculously talented do you have to be to be number two in the Big Ten in scoring and people are talking about your offensive issues? I, I will be curious how they play against legit defenses coming up. I mean, we did say before the season, to keep in all serious, to keep an eye out for Maryland. This was a yeah, team to yeah. watch. Yeah. Okay, they, they're a team that could make some noise, so we will pat ourselves on the back on that one. Rutgers didn't see that one coming, but we'll see how it plays out. Ty, Ty Lightweight, I'm I'm gonna butcher this. Tango Viola. Sorry, I can't. I tried to pronounce the first name. I Tua Tango Viola. I just take off the two and say Tango Viola. Uh, there you go. We're gonna go with that. 342 pass yards, one touchdown. Terrapins three and zero. Virginia had three ints forced by the Terrapins. Okay, and Braden Wislowski had a 98 yard kickoff return for Maryland as well. This is a team with some explosive, talented players. And just to put a button on Northwestern, just so we at least talk about their game a smidge. Duke looks really good. Credit to Duke. You know, after Molly whopping Clemson opening week, Duke beats Northwestern 38-14. Here's what I wrote. Good news. The Wildcats are 1-2 and two right now, so definitely won't, uh, won't go winless this year. That's all I wrote. Well, and then, you, you know, there's, there's a couple of teams. We're not even going to break down the games. Indiana getting beat by Louisville. Uh, they were down 21 nothing at half, scored 14, almost came back and, and tied that thing up. Purdue looks terrible. Their defense is not improved. And they lose by 15, Syracuse. So some of the other teams that are at the, the bottom of the standings right now, they don't deserve my love, man. They don't deserve That's my fine. love. That's fine. They'll, they'll get my thoughts, not your love. That's okay. But here's the deal. <clears throat> Excuse me. There was a couple of interesting things in the, in the Louisville-Indiana game. Indiana starts the second half off with an onside kick, scores a touchdown, makes the game interesting. Okay? It takes a goal line stand from Louisville to clinch the victory. Right, Indiana's not a good team. It looks like a cactus on the side of their helmet. But there's some things in the game I thought were interesting to talk about. And then what was the other game you mentioned, my friend? Uh, Purdue get yeah. beat by the, the Q's, the orange. So, so yeah, uh, coming into this game, I think we had this on our pick em or whatever. And I went Yeah, with we both Syracuse. took Syracuse. Yeah. I, I went with Syracuse because def Purdue's defense is so bad. Syracuse's offense is really good, although I thought it was going to be through the air. All right, Syracuse's quarterback. Uh, had 25 carries for 195 yards, rushing four TDs, 184 yards passing. All right, Garrett Schrader. I didn't see it coming through the ground, but apparently it doesn't matter. You can beat Purdue through the air and the ground. So, Yeah, that Purdue team is not good defensively, and it's going to be a struggle all season long. That is for sure. Hey, by the way, before we get to my power rankings, let's update the Big Ten parlay, okay? Because we've talked about all the games this week. Let's get to the Big Ten parlay. Again, the Big Ten show can be found on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, uh, you can check it out on Bally's and on SI.com. So 
Syracuse minus two and a half versus Purdue. That was one of our games on the Big Ten Parlay. You can enter every week at JTESPN, win a bunch of great prizes. Nebraska minus 11 and a half versus Northern Illinois. UNC minus seven and a half versus Minnesota. And then the tiebreaker. But did I get all if those? I, right? If I recall correctly, one Adam Carricker took Syracuse. He took Nebraska. He took UNC. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. You That's went three and thought. You yeah, went three. Domination. I went one and two. Molly whopping. <laughs> I did. We didn't even need a tiebreaker, buddy. Uh, you oh, won three enough. So for the season, you're up 2-1. Remember what's on the line. The loser has to get a tattoo. Inaccurate. But go ahead. <laughs> so you're, you're up 2-1. that, aren't you? You're up 2-1, to one, one, baby. Cool. Good I'm job. I'm not getting a tattoo because of you, man. I don't have one in my whole – oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because you're going to make me get Bethune. that stupid thing, too. I'm definitely not doing it. Bethune Cookman had Who have nothing. We not talked about yet. Who have we not talked about yet? I see four games we have not talked about. Or do you want to get to your Super Do you round? want to actually right? break down Iowa and Western Michigan or Wisconsin and Georgia I Southern? Just, so we if you do, or feel free. Single game yet. We always pick feel the highest, most interesting games. But there's other teams in this conference. Tell me, about, tell me about Iowa and Wisconsin beating up on the Sisters of the Poor. Feel free. I will. We should give every every game a little bit of love here, at least today. Wisconsin beats Georgia Southern 35 to 14. Badger quarterback Tanner Mordecai had two rushing touchdowns. Brendan Allen had two more rushing touchdowns as well. Badgers, air raid, not so much, still ground and pound. All right, go on to Iowa. Hey, you're going to find this interesting, my friend. Number 25, Iowa beat Western Michigan 41 to 10. Hawkeyes led 14 to 10 at halftime. Cade McNamara, career high, two touchdown passes. Not a career high, but he doesn't throw for many. So there you go. All right, Hawkeyes pull away. Iowa's offense, this is what you're going to find interesting, is averaging 28.3333 points a game so far. Baby Ferentz's job is not in danger at the moment. And I don't know if you saw this, but at the end of that game, they did not kneel. They did not run out the clock. Oh, they wow. I didn't see it. Oh, oh they dude. scored. They put oh. one in. Man. They put they, a they, job they, on the line. There's a job listen, on the line, man. Listen, man. That, so so they're, they're killing them, right, in the third quarter. They score 17 unanswered. In the third, they could have easily just ran it out. It's thirty-one oh, to ten. Man. They put up ten more in the fourth quarter, baby. Kicking field that's goals, brutal. scoring touchdowns, oh, taking names. That's brutal. That's All right, uh, I'll share a story, and it's you know it's not going to fill Nebraska fans, so turn away. Sorry, Big Red, but we were playing Oklahoma. I think my sophomore year, they were number two, number three in the country in Norman. They went on to play oh, 2004 because they played USC in the Orange Bowl, and they got molly whopped uh, by Matt Leinhart, Reggie Bush, and the like. Uh, we were down thirty to nothing. Okay, again, not a happy story for Husker fans. Our head coach, Bill Callahan, was calling timeout after timeout after timeout because we hadn't been shut out in God knows how long, and we kicked a field goal. I believe it's a time run out, lost 30-3 to three to preserve the non-shutout. Did that make you feel better? Thing. It kind of, Yes, because I didn't want to be a part of the, the team that you know got shut out for the first time in molly walking okay. years. But at the same time, I felt embarrassed that we were doing that to kick a field goal at the end of the game. So it was a little... <laughs> yeah, I understand that. 40, man. All right, we got yeah, two I games can understand. left. You got power rankings or quick last two games? What do you want? You're the boss. Those were the last two games, dude. Was there other games? I don't know what we yes. missed up. Yes. Oh, my no, gosh. North Carolina no... beats Minnesota 31-13. Oh, Drake oh, Bay, okay. season high, 414 pass yards, two touchdowns. Minnesota, not very good this year. Plus, they have a tough, tougher schedule. Good luck. And then Washington and Michigan State. Yes, thank you. All right, 41-7, to Washington. Molly Wops, Michigan State. Washington, really good. Michigan State got some issues. Uh, apart from just Mel Tucker, Michael Penix Jr., nearly 500 yards, passing four TDs. Uh, Michigan State, what are you going to do when you have to play Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan? Now you're lose by a lot, is what yeah, they're going to do. They're going to lose. Much. They got a tough a schedule this year, too. 
He's Adam Carricker. I'm Jeff Turner. This is the Big Ten Show presented to you by Jacobson Seed Company, jacobsonseed.com. Just give them a, a little click, man. Click on the site. I promise you they can help you out. You got yourself some fields with some beans or some gorns in them, your healthy hybrid advantage. All right, so I took last week's power rankings. I ripped them up. I, I'm starting fresh, okay? I got, usually I like to start with the NFL after week four, but we, we, we do this for you, the people, so you can make fun of us and check our work. These are these are going to be the golden ticket, okay? Oh, these God. are gonna, these are going to be these are going to be rarely changed the rest of the way. Yeah, right. So Especially at number Rutgers four in Maryland, at number fourteen, <laughs> I have Northwestern still at the basement. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You, you beat Northern Illinois. You don't impress me, okay? I have Nebraska at number thirteen. I have Michigan State at number twelve. They are going wow. to lose. Wow. They're going to lose every game the rest of the way except one. Every game the rest of the way, Michigan State's going to lose. You chowder, are you predicting them to beat Nebraska? You chowderhead. Is that what you're doing? Who's no? I think that's the law. I think that's a loss. I'll take Nebraska okay. winning. Right, that I game. apologize. You're not a chowderhead. I am. It's all right. Indiana at 11. They have yeah. no offense, man. It's just it's yeah. ugly. That's going to be a firing. Those, but I get it. I get it. You're, you're cool. Okay. Yeah. Illinois is going to be one of the yep. biggest disappointments compared to a year ago. They lost way too much defensively, including a yep. stud. At, at cornerback that's in the NFL. Doing good so far. The defense has got awful at Purdue. Okay? They're going to get yeah. scored on so much. They may only win two or three more games the rest of the year. Maybe. They're terrible defensively. But that's more than one like Michigan State. Honestly, dude, after watching Nebraska play, I think Nebraska wins three total games this year. Three. Dude. Three. There you go. None of the Three. teams from nine through fourteen are very good so far. You could flip. No, they're terrible. Terrible. You could at number eight, State, but that's really it. At, I'm with you so far. I'm with you. You're doing okay. At number eight, Wisconsin. Okay. Yep. They will let. They you're will land in the eighth spot. Very underwhelming. underwhelming, dude. Luke Fickle's going to be fine, but they're underwhelming there, right now. There's no way you have Minnesota ahead of them, though. You do. Okay. Now you're wrong. Go ahead. Have you seen Minnesota play defense? Like have they you got seen them try to play offense. That's the that's the point. They're 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 not as bad offensively as Wisconsin is holistically. Okay, no. so no. yes, the defense Inaccurate. of Minnesota, dude. The defense of Minnesota is. I would take the defense of Minnesota over every team in the Big Ten except for three. Like they have the fourth best defense in the Big Ten. Maybe fifth the worst. Hold on, is this the team that you get just gave up thirty one points, four hundred fourteen yards? in the air just last Saturday, like they're throwing the ball, knock it down. It's not that hard. What was so difficult? <laughs> you I used mean, to see and hunt a quarterback, okay? You didn't have to knock down any balls. What are you talking about? You don't know what it's like to have to get out there hey, on the I island. I had one career INT for a negative, <laughs> one negative return yard. So deal with that. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Guy's commenting on somebody else's job. He used to just have That's to see quarterback. That is your job to comment on someone else's job. That's literally your job description. What are you talking about? See <laughs> quarterback, get quarterback. Oh, it's real easy to knock down a ball. I sit here okay. and talk about other people. It's not important. Ooh, Bethune Cookman. Okay. <laughs> Don't make me break out the U again. All right. So I have Minnesota at seven. I my water. <laughs> I have Minnesota at seven. At number uh. six. Biggest mover and shaker from the start of the season. Dude, they are chopping wood. I got Rutgers as the sixth best team in the Big Ten right now. I So uh, that's going to change as it goes along. Where they're at right now. Okay. Well, Rutgers uh, will have more wins than Minnesota and Wisconsin. 
Not Wisconsin. Minnesota, yes. Minnesota's not very good. Rutgers has a way tougher schedule is my deal. That's my deal. They have a way tougher schedule. Maryland is the fifth best team. Wisconsin can still run the ball. Go ahead. Maryland, okay. Maryland is the fifth best team. You're overreacting, but go ahead to some of these. I moved Iowa out of the three spot. I have been very impressed with the three best teams from the East. I have Iowa at number four, but they are on an offensive tear well above the 25 points. It's a tear. A tear. What's your definition of a tear? They have won by double digits in multiple games and just put up 40. Dude, you're on what do you want? I, I love you. What do you want you. from them? Okay. Dear God. What is your definition of a tear? <laughs> Winning by double digits twice and scoring 40. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. And then I got Ohio State of the three, of the three big dogs. Yeah. Michigan State is, or, sorry, Ohio State Michigan. is three. Penn State is two. Michigan's okay. one. Okay. Yep. I got right. you. I Give me your argue. grade. Give me your grade, Professor Carricker. You were doing great until you got Wisconsin in eight. They're a better overall team. They can still run the ball really, really well. So I would have them ahead of probably just because I'm projecting ahead. If you're if you're saying to just right now, I got no problem with half your rankings. But if I'm projecting as a whole, Wisconsin is going to finish ahead of Rutgers. I don't know about Maryland. I'm intrigued by them. They got a tougher schedule is the only thing that makes me uh, curious. I do think you have Iowa too high, Minnesota too high. I can't argue with a whole lot other than Minnesota's not as good as you think. Rutgers will get exposed over time. I think Wisconsin will be better um, over time. I'm curious about Maryland. You finally are coming around on the offensive terror that is Iowa. I give you a C plus. Very well. I'll take it. All right. Adam Carricker, Jeff Turn. We'll end out the show today with this surprise. Adam, I want 30 seconds, 60 seconds of a gut reaction. I know you do these so well, but we're going to take you down to Alabama. Okay, and in the state of Alabama, a high school football team had to forfeit games because the booster club of the high school decided to recognize certain players for their efforts and give them Buffalo Wild Wing gift cards. By the way, those Buffalo Wild Wing gift cards were never actually cashed in. They were only handed over as gifts for their performance. One of the teams caught wind of this in their conference reported it to the Athletic Association in Alabama, and now those players have completely lost their eligibility because they received monetary value from a booster. What do you think of high school kids having their season and somewhat some of them their careers come to an end because the booster club was being nice and gave out Buffalo Wild Wing gift cards and another team rat on So when you say eligibility, I'm assuming you mean this season, which sucks enough, but you don't mean additional seasons, correct? Nope. If it's their senior, they're done, but they're done the rest of the year. Actually, I don't know about that because they are now considered no longer amateurs. So maybe forever. I don't know. Regardless, this is what happened in Alabama to high school kids because the booster club said, hey, Johnny had a bunch of great tackles. Go get a couple of wings with some buffalo sauce on it. And now they got the the wins that they were in forfeited, and they no longer can play football. 
So it's two parts. So I, I'm a big guy because a lot of people are like, well, I should be able to do whether I want, whether regardless of what the rules say and or the laws. Like there's laws in this land that people don't like, so they tend to ignore them. Until the laws change, you need to follow the laws. And I'm, I'm the same way with the rules. And if you don't like it, change the rule, but don't just go do what you want. Now, on the other end of that, okay, I have no problem vacating the wins. All right, because <laughs> – What? Here's the deal. How no, did no, no. they get – how did that affect them – on the field, this is the this is like punishing a team because the kids cheated to get good grades to become eligible. Like, what are we doing? Let's punish the administrators and the booster club, not the kids. Are you encouraging kids to cheat in school? Is that what you just said, dude? That's what you. Just I'm said. just saying, if you get a little help from Molly to get Johnny on the football field. I don't think we need to be vacating wins. I think we need to maybe be instituting some fines, a suspension after the fact, but vacating wins drives me crazy. Okay. As you can remember, I am a Miami fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keep that in mind. He just encouraged all you kids out there to cheat in school. That's okay. not what I said. You didn't answer it when I, when I followed up with another question. You deflected onto something else. Let me finish, okay? Because oh, there's multiple layers to this. The, the, the thing is you got to follow rules. You got to follow laws. If you don't like them, get them changed. Now, as far as vacating wins, that's the harshest thing I would have done. It was what I was getting to. There's no reason to end the season. There's no reason to end high school careers. Okay, are you taking a nap? Best <laughs> I've seen you look in a while. Now, the rules are there because if, you, if you're handing out gifts at one school, then it's going to start to another, and it's going to start to flood, floodgate all over the place. you got to keep in mind. Dude, I, I coach youth sports. There are literally coaches within the leagues that I coach. They will pay players from other teams to come to their team. I'm talking about 8, 9, 10-year-olds. So I know how it can start, and I know how it can spread, and I know how ridiculous it can get. Now, the punishment level, the level of the punishment is a little bit excessive in my opinion. You can't be giving away gifts unless it's part of the rules. You can't be signing million-dollar deals if you're a college athlete unless you want to go pro, be an Olympian, or NIL is signed. Now, what I have an issue with is the excessiveness of the punishment. We don't need to be ending the season, ending high school careers. I'm fine with finding the boosters if you want to. I'm actually fine with vacating wins up to that point because it can't just be a slap on the wrist. But if they're 0-3 versus 3-0, and but they still get to finish the rest of their year, I'd be okay with that. That is the harshest thing I would do. Um, but you are a Miami guy, and now I'm oh, starting to see why. Listen, you know what I would do if if, if this if, if my kid was on this team. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> I'd find out what school <laughs> ratted on us, and I'd well, go stand and I'd go I'd go to their parking lot after they're done with practice, and I'd have a bucket of Buffalo Wild Wing gift cards, and I'd just start handing them out to that team. And I guarantee some of the kids are going to take them. And then we're coming back with a complaint and getting them suspended for the rest of the year, all because they ratted on us. Okay. That's what I would do. The ratting Actually, part is a whole, a whole other deal. Your, your idea is quite interesting. It's a very Miami type response, but it is quite interesting. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I just think, listen, they didn't use the gift cards. You know what an easy solution would have been? What? You guys can't recognize your players. Turn the gift cards back in. They never were used. No, no Nobody harm, no foul. Not one. Nobody used, used them. them. No Blair used. Them. Are you sure? Nobody. Because that changes yes, that, things too. That's according another. to FoxNews.com. Okay. It says nobody used them. They had not been cashed in. So, so hand them back a, in. That's another layer to it as well. When you consider that now, dude. I 
when I do my gut reactions, you'll notice I have I have gut reactions, but I have notes and I analyze things. And so there's layers to this. If we're talking a thousand dollar gift card, the, the the punishment is worse. If we're talking whatever it was, I forget what you said. Two dozen wings. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, whatever it was, then you can hand them back in, and maybe you just find the boosters without the wins being vacated. If nobody used them, that changes things as well. But there has to be some sort of repercussions because you can't hand them out to begin with. Otherwise, why have the rule? All right, all right, all right. We came to some common ground there. It just takes right. me back to the time where I remember there was like a deep – no, listen, there was like a – I swear to God this happened. Out in the state, I believe it was Washington, uh, where a kid was washing his car using a hose connected to one of the school buildings, and he was a student athlete. He had to pay back the water bill to the NCAA because they were going to call a violation for using – the, the university's water to wash his car. That just, when I heard this story, that's what it took me back to. The NCAA, whatever, NCAA is the most asinine institution in the history of Earth. They're such hypocrites. Hey, for we're going to make hundreds of millions of dollars, but if you eat a piece of cheese that's handed to you by a booster, you're, you're, you can't play. Exactly. That's anymore. right, man. That's so I, I don't. Anytime somebody says the four letters NCAA, I immediately tune out. They've lost all credibility with me. So. I agree, man. I agree. All right. So I snuck that in there. Uh, Adam got a reaction out of me for his reaction, which was great. Yep. Um, all right. So next next Big Ten show, we got a special guest coming on. We're going to make our predictions for the Big Ten parlay, and we'll keep it at 24 minutes. We have a little leeway, leeway on Sundays and Mondays when we're able to, to do the reaction, but we'll That's keep it show. shorter. We'll, we'll keep it shorter we and sweeter with a great Touch guest and some picks for the weekend. I'll hand out Buffalo Wild Wing cards if I want to on this show. That's, that's right. <laughs> they can sponsor it if they want. Hit yeah. us up. Yeah, be all right. That'd be awesome. That's right. Hit us up. All right. We Tell can take your money. Tell them we the can, guest on Wednesday. We can. Uh, Isaac Bruce is coming on. Bowl champ, Pro Bowl. Hall of Famer, Hall of dude. Famer. Uh, part of the greatest you, show on turf, man. Uh, absolute stud. I'm excited. How insanely quiet I was as a rookie, and I never spoke because that—that's how I was. But anyway, were you really? Dude, I was the most shy guy on planet Earth. Anyways, go ahead. I can't wait, man. I can't wait to hear the stories. We'll talk some football with Isaac Bruce as well. As another page has turned here on the Big Ten Show. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks to Jacobson Seed Company, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Bally's, and Sports Illustrated. You can find us there. Another Big Ten show in the books presented to you by our good friends at Bookmaker. Check them out, bookmaker.eu. Get in the game with all the lines, first half, second half, and all kinds of parlays and teasers, football, basketball, baseball, hockey. You can even bet on Russian table tennis if you'd like. Uh, find them at bookmaker.eu today, at bookmaker underscore EU. Tell them you signed up because you heard about the Big Ten show. They'll give you a $100 free play just for signing up. Bookmaker.eu.